My entitled mother steals my food and drinks from me and then demands that I pay her back after I take my food back. And at this point, I'm so frustrated and annoyed that I seriously don't know what to do. So for a bit of backstory, I'm 21 years old and I live with my parents as the economy right now is insane and finding a place to live without being unable to still buy food and water is near impossible where I live. Now, my mother is the type who feels entitled to anything in the house, even while I'm living with her. And despite the items having been bought with my money, it's still under her roof. Back in September of last year, I bought a mini fridge for my bedroom. I buy my own foods and drinks as they're better for my diet than the foods my parents buy. Not to mention my mother always tells me to pay her back for any food of theirs that I eat. So I just buy my own stuff and get it over with. I haven't had any issues with anyone else trying to take my food or drinks since I got it. So I never thought that I would need to take precautions. That is, until a couple of weeks ago. I had bought a small cheesecake from the grocery store as I'd been craving it and I had the money to be able to get it. I also got a pack of sodas just to have for myself whenever I want. I had just left home to go to work and I didn't think I'd have any worries. After getting home from a long day, I planned to shower and sit down with my treat and maybe just watch a nice movie. But when I looked in the fridge to grab a water, the cheesecake and four sodas were missing. I had asked my fiance if she had eaten the cheesecake or drank any of the sodas and she said that she had taken a long shower and nabbed all day, as her day before had been really exhausting, to say the least. So I check the family fridge, and what do I find? I find my missing cheesecake and my sodas. And when I saw that, I was very upset. I grabbed them all, and I placed them back in my fridge, before asking around to see who took it. My brother was in school all day, and my dad had apparently taken up an extra shift at work, so that just left my mother. But when I asked her, she acted offended that I would accuse her of theft. So I just decided to leave it alone. It was safely back with me and I planned to share the treat with my fiance and drink a soda and just leave it behind me. The next day, my mother burst into my room, screaming at me for stealing from her. I had just woken up and wasn't fully registering what was happening. My fiance, however, was still asleep and the noise woke her up in a panic. I asked what this was all about and she screamed at me about the cheesecake and the sodas and how it was expensive to get and how dare I take that away. She was planning to eat it that night with my dad and watch some movies with him as it was his first days off in a week. Instead of being angry, I actually started laughing. This wasn't the first time she'd accused me of stealing from her after she took it from me. This did not go over well with my mother and she screeched again and again about me giving it back to her. I laughed harder and had to catch my breath. I told her that I had bought them and that we had already eaten the cheesecake the night prior and that I'm keeping my sodas. She screamed that I better pay her back for the things that I stole from her. She also said that the next time she buys things, she's going to keep count of exactly how much she has so that she knows when I steal again. I then stood up and opened my bag, where I had the receipt from when I bought the items, and right then I shoved it right in her face. I told her I'd bought them as a little treat for myself for working so much, and that she wasn't getting any of it. And then I had the best idea I ever had. I told her I was going to get another cheesecake because I had some cash that could pay for it, and she wasn't going to get any of that one either. Then I turned to my fiance and I told her to grab my phone and see how much a fridge lock would cost. Needless to say, my mother was not happy about me trying to put a lock on my fridge in her house, stating that I don't have permission. So I reminded her that her house or not, it was my fridge. I paid for it and I can lock it if I want to. My fiance then told me I could get a fridge lock online for cheap and that it would be delivered in two days. So I ordered it right in front of my mother and then told her that since I didn't have 
work for a couple of days, I would be keeping an eye on all of my things. She eventually stomped out of my room in a fit of rage and screeched to my dad about how disrespectful her daughter was and how dare I speak to her like that. And I have laughed about it pretty much every day since then. And when the lock came in, I put it on my fridge immediately. And now, everywhere I go, whether I'm going to work or even to the bathroom, the keys go with me. Unless my fiancé is staying home. And if that's what's happening, then she's going to keep the keys. So hopefully, this will prevent my mom from stealing from me in the future. Your mom sounds so annoying. I mean, she literally went into your fridge and stole your food. And then tried to pretend like, oh, I bought this. This is mine. Like, no, it's not. You literally took it out of their fridge. And then also in that same sentence to be like, you better pay me back for taking my stuff. Like, no, that's not how this is going to work. And you know what? If I was in the original poster shoes, I absolutely would have put a lock on my fridge as well. The mom in this story sounds crazy. And it's just so bizarre to me that someone could seriously act like that. I think it's also worth mentioning that you should really check the plug every now and then. Because based on the mom's behavior, I can absolutely see them trying to like unplug the fridge or something like that just to make your food and your treats all go bad. And that would be a nightmare to deal with. Can you imagine spending all this money on food just for her to spoil and ruin all of it in one go? Maybe even investing in some kind of lock on your room itself. I'm sure she would probably like go nuts if you did that. But I mean, how else are you able to have any kind of privacy in there? So hopefully one day your fiance as well as yourself can get out of that house. Your mom does not sound like a nice person and I seriously don't see you living there long term. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Today, I messed up by stealing my daughter's chocolate and blaming it on a leprechaun. And now, as a result, she has set up a trap for this supposed leprechaun and I am stuck in this facade trying to not let off that I definitely stole her chocolate. Here's what happened. So this happened today and I'm not exactly proud of it, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only parent who has secretly eaten one of their kids' candies and then tried to play it off as dumb. So my daughter got these small boxes of chocolate for Easter. I have to split custody arrangement, so they're with me for half the week and then go to their mom's. And while they were away, I craved some snacks. And that's right when I spotted my daughter's chocolate. My 10-year-old hadn't opened hers yet, so that was a no-go. But my 4-year-old had already eaten two and left one dark chocolate, as well as one milk chocolate piece behind. She seemed to have forgotten about it, instead going for chocolates from Easter eggs that she refused to call kisses, because in her mind they're chocolates, not kisses. Now she can be quite stubborn, and as much as I don't believe in the superstitions, I'm told all the time that it's appropriate that she's a redhead. Fast forward to when the girls returned from their mom's place today, and after dinner, my four-year-old asked for dessert. I showed her the treat basket, and she immediately grabbed her box of chocolates. She opened it and frowned and said to me, where's my other chocolate? I had two, but now there's only one. Pretending like I didn't know anything, I asked her if she wanted something else. But as I mentioned earlier, my little one is as stubborn as they come. Suddenly, she gasped and explained, I knew it. A leprechaun stole it. Now, I have no idea where she picked up the leprechaun's idea, but it must have been some lingering St. Patrick's Day lore. So, to avoid admitting my guilt, we set up a trap for the leprechaun, using the top of the chocolate box, decorated with hieroglyphics. And this was all made by my four-year-old daughter, with her claiming that these hieroglyphics were irresistible to leprechauns. We also added tape to catch the thief in our sticky trap. So now, I'm stuck in this ridiculous charade, hoping that she'll just forget about it. But considering that she didn't forget about the chocolate, I shouldn't get my hopes up. And now, I'm thinking I might have to buy a little leprechaun figure just to keep this going. This story is super cute. This original poster's daughter has a wild imagination, and it sounds like this is going to be a really fun thing to look back on later in life. Because of course you ate the chocolate. No 
know leprechauns came in and took it. And I think an easy out in this situation is to maybe make like an apology note from one of the leprechauns with a new piece of chocolate sitting on the note, basically saying, hey, sorry, I took the chocolate. And maybe that might take your daughter off your trail. But either way, this is just a cute story. And I think there's a lot of opportunity to have some fun with this. My boyfriend is incredibly clingy and makes really awkward comments and gestures about me in public. And it's really, really weird. And I seriously don't know what to do. So as the title says, my boyfriend is super clingy and I feel like it's making me insane. I also feel super guilty because he generally does treat me really well. He cooks for me. He tells me I'm beautiful, etc. I used to love it at the start of our relationship, but it's just too much now. We also live and work together. When we're at home, he is constantly trying to spend quality time with me, if you know what I mean. And while it is nice that he obviously loves me a lot, it's become really irritating. I do tell him to stop eventually, and he just gets a bit upset, but doesn't say anything. He's also always touching me. Like, we will lie in bed, and his face will be up against mine. And this is like all the time. Or half of his body will be on me. And if I ask him for space, he just says that I'm mean. At work, he is often touching me, rubbing up against me, or whistling at me, telling me that I'm beautiful. And it sounds lovely, but honestly, it's just too much. And it's always also in front of co-workers. So it's really embarrassing. And when we're with friends, he's even worse. Constantly kissing me or touching me. And I'll say that I'm uncomfortable when he does this in front of his friends. But he just laughs and carries on. He simply won't take me seriously. He often talks about us being married and having kids one day. And tells me that he loves me probably over 20 to 30 times a day. But the thing is, I don't actually think we have so much in common. We honestly never have deep or meaningful conversations. In fact, we never really talk about anything. It's just spending time or being close to each other and him telling me that he loves me and that I'm beautiful. Whenever I talk about the future, not about marriage and kids, like actual things that I want to do and things that I want to see, he never asks me more questions about it. He just says something like, that sounds good. And I don't know, maybe it's just me being petty, but I feel like he doesn't even know me in the slightest. I feel like he doesn't really love me, but he just wants to love and be loved. Like it's not about me. I'm just who's here right now. I also know that he is still in contact with multiple ex-girlfriends. And to be completely honest, I don't even agree with it. But I've just stopped even caring at this point. He will just say he's just talking about me, which I know is complete BS on his end. There are also a couple of red flags about this guy. He has dated people a lot younger than him. And I've told him that this is wrong. And he literally just doesn't seem to understand. He also has completely opposing political views to me and doesn't agree with non-binary and trans people, which really irritates me. He can also be pretty ableist. Like, I'll say I'm struggling with my mental health or socially, and he will say to me, just get up early or just get over it. This is all just a bit much, and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Yeah, the way your boyfriend is acting is really weird. He's almost treating you like some kind of doll or plaything. Like, he's not treating you like a girlfriend. He's not getting to know you. He doesn't want to know about any of your interests, and he just keeps saying, I love you, and also embarrassing you in front of your co-workers. Like, that is seriously weird and creepy and just straight up embarrassing. And there's no reason to do that at work. That is honestly so weird. For a bit of context, her boyfriend in this moment is literally 30 years old. Like, can you imagine being in the original poster shoes, showing up to work and trying to just, I don't know, make a living, and your boyfriend is catcalling you and whistling at you down the hallway in front of your boss, your co-workers, and your supervisors? I think I would go nuts if someone did that to me constantly every single day. And I think there's a difference between love and just being outright creepy. And I think your boyfriend falls in the creepy factor, whether you're in a relationship with him or not. He's not respecting your boundaries and he's going way outside 
outside of your comfort zone, outside of your own home. And he is also not respecting your boundaries as well as your consent in front of your friends. Like this is just really cringy behavior and it sounds incredibly suffocating. So hopefully you can see that this guy is definitely kind of sketchy and I just don't know if he's a good fit. This is incredibly awkward behavior and I personally think you can do a lot better than this guy. Today, I messed up by trying to help an old lady who I thought was falling down. But in reality, she was just bowing at church and as a result of me trying to help her out, she smacked me in the face. Here's what happened. So to start things off, this weird thing happened back in like 2008. It was a while ago, but I was telling a friend at work the craziest thing that happened to me at church. So while I was at this specific denomination, which was the same church where I was to be equally yoked with my wife, I personally found so many things that people did just downright bizarre. People were taking their fingers and hands, putting them in little dishes of water. They were bowing weirdly at odd times. They were doing all sorts of things I've never seen before. It's not like my wife didn't prep me. She totally did. There was even special names for all these weird things everyone was doing. So anyways, I find myself sitting in an aisle seat next to my entire family. I didn't really pay attention to the people around me, but all of a sudden, an older lady approaches our aisle, turns abruptly towards me, and starts falling. Now, my first thought was that she's either tripping or worse, having a heart attack or a stroke. I'm ex-military, and even though we're not trained to save the day or anything like that, if a civilian is in trouble, we take care of what needs to get taken care of. As she was falling, I yelled out, I've got you, just so she wouldn't fall anymore. All of a sudden, this lady starts slapping me, hard and repeatedly. Now, my whole family is in disbelief at this moment. Even my laughing eight-year-old could not believe what was happening. The music in the church stopped playing, and everyone, my wife included, started yelling. Now, in my defense, I knew that people bowed when they came into church, just to show God some respect. But this lady bowed so quickly and so abruptly, with a genuine look of pain on her face, that I in no way thought that she was genuflecting in some kind of way. The lady then changed her mind on what aisle she was going to go towards, and walked away to another aisle, and then genuflected like everyone else. The rest of the service, I couldn't look at anyone without receiving a scowl. My wife literally held her head in shame, and each of my kids could not stop laughing, which really did not help. We seriously had to go to another parish. Till this day, my 8-year-old, who is now in his 20s, constantly grabs me and yells out, I've got you. So overall, this was just entirely embarrassing. This story is really funny. I think from the outside looking in, someone who isn't of someone else's faith would find everything they see around them probably really weird. Whether it's bowing or putting water on their face or anything like that, yeah, it could be seen as really weird from the outside looking in, especially if you haven't grown up in that religion. And I think any religion is guilty of that off the bat. And worst of all, this guy was just trying to do what he thought was the right thing. He saw an old lady potentially falling down and completely eating it on the floor, and he was like, nope, not on my watch, I'm ex-military. And I gotta be honest, if I was there, I probably would have started laughing as well. I'm imagining some big burly guy getting the absolute garbage smacked out of him by some little old lady. So the next time he goes back to that church, hopefully he keeps his hands to himself, even if he thought he was trying to do the right thing. I let my coworker sleep on my couch without my girlfriend knowing, and when my girlfriend walked in, she was absolutely upset to find a woman on my couch that she doesn't know. And as a result, my girlfriend is thinking of breaking up with me, and right now, I really don't know what to do. So for a bit of backstory, my girlfriend and I have been together for around four years. We have had a happy relationship with a few rough patches over the years. We are very intertwined with each other's families and have broken up once before. We plan to move in together in a few months, but my girlfriend has keys to my apartment and spends many days here. 
Now, she is a nurse and was working the night shift one night ago. I got off work, went back to my apartment, and helped her do some meal prep before she left. I had plans to go out to a brewery with some of my coworkers and friends, but didn't inform my girlfriend about them. I didn't really have an excuse for that, other than not wanting to be judged for going out and drinking so much. And the last time we went out together with them, we got in a fight. So, I go out. I continue texting my girlfriend until around 1 in the morning, and my coworker usually stays with another coworker, but didn't want to be a burden on him, so she asked me instead. So I said yes, and we ended up getting pizza and going back to my place to eat and possibly smoke. I couldn't find my stuff, and we both ended up just passing out. Now, my girlfriend comes in at 7.30 in the morning, and she is absolutely livid, and rightfully so. There is a random girl on the couch who she has only met once. Now, I am passed out on the floor of my bedroom, and I have no idea why I'm on the floor. My girlfriend interrogates my friend, who I can only assume is very hungover in the moment, and my girlfriend believes that nothing sketchy happened between us, if you know what I mean. Then, my friend leaves, and my girlfriend comes to my room. She asks why on earth I'm on the floor, and who in the world is on our couch, and I explain to her that she couldn't drive home and needed a place to crash. Now, this may have been all fine if I had been smart enough to inform my girlfriend ahead of time that I was not only out and about, but also to ask and see how she felt about me letting a girl crash on my couch. And you know what? I was too stupid and I didn't do either of those things. And now, her main gripes are that she thinks I forgot about my girlfriend when I'm drinking and that I don't care about her, that I don't respect her or our relationship, and that she cannot trust me anymore. She is very upset about all of this, and I have stated multiple times that nothing happened, nor do I want anything to happen with anyone besides my girlfriend. And now, she is pretty much leaning towards breaking up. My girlfriend and I drink often and heavily too, so she knows how it is and has done plenty of stupid things while drunk as well. I feel like she is overreacting, but I don't really know. I obviously need to make this up to her, but we have had problems in the past, and it just seems like we continue to have major problems every few months, mainly revolving around one of us drinking just a little bit too much. What should I do? Yeah, I really think the original poster is the jerk in this situation. You really should not have let that woman sleep over at your house. It doesn't matter how inebriated you were, that should not have happened. I mean, just think about if the roles were reversed in this situation. Would you be happy if your girlfriend let some guy that you don't really know that well sleep over at your house? I know if that was me, I would be pretty upset. So I think to some degree, you can at least understand where she's coming from. She has every right to be upset with you. So in that regard, I don't think she's overreacting in the slightest. She literally walked in on something that looked really bad. And while yes, you didn't cheat on her, it did look incredibly sketchy. You didn't discuss a girl sleeping over at your place, and it just straight up looks bad. And while you did have positive intentions, there is, in my opinion, no reason for them to stay at your house. I mean, nowadays, there are so many ride-sharing options, someone easily could have gotten them home no problem. It's also worth mentioning that, yeah, you probably should stop drinking. Like, clearly, you can't make right decisions when you're inebriated like that, and it's caused this situation altogether. Like, even throughout this entire story, you keep saying, oh, it's because I was drunk. Well, if it's because you were drunk, you should probably cut back on drinking. And it's also really sketchy that you would group your girlfriend in with your problem without providing any kind of context. Like you say, oh, we both have a drinking problem. But then you only list all the reasons why you have the drinking problem. Like, I would really need a little bit more context just to even come to that similar conclusion. So honestly, some things really do need to change on your end. Because otherwise, I honestly don't blame your girlfriend breaking up with you. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never
never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.